welcome to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. This is episode number 28, where Jeff talks to Katie Jane Seaton and Tracy Ferguson from Farmhouse Vineyards. Hi, everybody. If this is your first time listening to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. We think you will enjoy this podcast with two inspiring women. Grab a chair, sit back, and enjoy our discussion. Hi, I'm Jeff Cope. Today I'm talking to Katie Jane Seaton and Tracy Ferguson. Welcome. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. So uh, we're at today we're at 290 Vinery here in Johnson City. So why are we here today? We're here for the housewife pickup party. And while that sounds really fun, you don't show up and get a free housewife. It's actually a new wine that we've released. We're growers from West Texas. Tracy and her brother have turned vineyards, um, put vineyards in on family land. you want to explain where the area? And- it's in Meadow, Texas, which is southwest of Lubbock. We farm cotton and peanuts. And in 2010, we added 20 acres, or we started 20 acres of, of grapes. And we have continued to add more acres since then. Yeah, we have 112 acres planted and uh, 42 acres in production. We grow largely for and sell to lots of wineries in the Texas Hill Country. Lots of the real popular ones that you might have heard of, Becker and William Chris, Parasos and Coleman. And we're very picky about who gets our fruit. Um, we have the ability to be selective like that, and that's worked out well for us. And in 2013, we decided that we wanted to um, go from what we call grape to glass great to glass. We feel it's important to better understand your own client clientele that you actually complete the process. And so we reserved an acre of Malvasia Bianca. It's hundred percent. And we put it in a split, a 375 milliliter and called it housewife. Because housewives run the world. <laughs> I can't argue with that. So, uh, so farmhouse vineyards is exactly both of your families. Okay. Yes. Um, my husband, Anthony, and Nicholas have farmed together since 2010. And um, he grew up from a farm family around um, Maple, Texas. And um, Nicholas, there was some land that came available. So him and um, Anthony started farming together. And then we put in a vineyard together. And now it's... Yeah, we do about 5,000 acres of row crops, like she mentioned, with the cotton and the peanuts and wheat and rye. Um, but as you know, the water table is rapidly declining. The price of cotton is rapidly declining. And grapes are a good business to be in, but there's still a lot of um, money left on the table in between what the grower gets price-wise for the tonnage and the end sale in the bottle. So we don't want a winery. We don't want to be a winery. We don't want to compete with our, our, or our clients. Um, but we do want to be able to understand all their frustrations and expectations. So. Okay, so today we're celebrating the housewife Malvasia Blanca, like you said. And so what you just said is you don't want to be a winery, so how do you plan on getting this wine out to people? (laughs) Our friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) Friends and family and social media. We have a rather large family, so we joked even. We only did 300 cases. It's a boutique project. And even if no one bought any, that would still get us through about half a year of family gatherings. <laughs> hey, you gotta have, yeah. got to drink the wine you like. Right? right. And the saying exactly. is, we well, you know, drink all we want and sell the rest. So, 
Um, we're very fortunate. Prior to me meeting my husband, Tracy's brother, three years ago, I was a marketing director for the uh, association that is in the Hill Country for seven years. And so I have a nice arsenal of true wine lovers in our email file and a network of people in our Facebook world and social media world. Um, that's, that's it. If that, if that plan doesn't work, we'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. It's been fun so, just yeah, going through that challenge, though. Yeah. You know. Definitely, yeah. So who makes the Malvesi Bianco? So our winemaker is Tim Drake of Flat Creek Estate. I'm originally from Oregon, Washington, born in Washington, raised in Oregon. And Tim had a nice career in Washington State as a winemaker. Um, I met him when he very first landed in Texas, and I have a huge, immense amount of respect for the work that he does. And we used um, the, the first and only custom crush facility that's available in the state of Texas, Texas Custom Wine Works, there in Brownfield. Um, Tim was able to make personal site visits. He was able to communicate with them via the phone and turn out a wine that we were really, really proud of. We would go in and do benchmark tastings, and it has really worked out. Well, uh, we had a podcast with Tim back in December, yeah. and uh, it had to be a two-parter because Tim, Tim enjoys talking about wine, which yeah. is fantastic, and he knows what he's doing, yeah. so that's great. Yeah. We, we picked we a good really winemaker. We um, told him we wanted a semi-sweet, you know, semi as a oh, dry drinker would like, and as dry as a sweet wine drinker would enjoy, and... I feel like that's a tough, it. yeah, that's mm-hmm. a tough place to hit and he did it. So, and then spring, his wife, she's an amazing mixologist. She does a lot of wine mixology and she is really who turned um, me onto it a few years ago. And so we kept that in mind and we've created a housewife cocktail. That is awesome. If anybody shows up today and trades email addresses with us, um, we're releasing the recipe. It's very cool. It's got some, some Tito's vodka in it, obviously, for the locals, and some St. Germain and hibiscus flour, and it's really fun. And it's really easy. You look fancy, but it's so easy. <laughs> uh, that sounds good to me. Yeah. So, Katie Jane, you said you had some involvement with the High Plains Wine Growers Organization. What exactly do you do there? I do. That is my um, probably my third job, right? First <laughs> family home. And this, um, I'm the executive director for the High Plains Wine Growers, um, which is the grower association on the High Plains area. Um, represents and our mission there is just to get proper recognition for the ABA and any grower issues that we may have you know we work better as a combined force than people alone so that's our mission Um, vineyard designation getting the growers who take the time and invest the money um, to get vineyard designation and label designation so that people are actively seeking out good quality Texas wine Great. So what's the next plan for the housewife wines? <laughs> it's a three-part series. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now, it's still, we're still throwing up ideas, but I think um, husband, <laughs> and then maybe either boyfriend or romance. Or, <laughs> I mean, the list goes on <laughs> at where we can start Beyonce, this. Beyonce, yeah. you know, yeah. ex-lover, just who knows. When we... Um, um, yeah, when we were driving home from our first sales trip, Tracy had a beautiful idea, and she's like, you know, this is, I mean, selling wine, it sounds like such a good idea, but especially when you don't have a winery. Like, we, you know, we say we don't want a winery, but that would certainly make our sales avenues a lot easier. And she grabbed the bottle, and we were just talking, and she's like, you know, I mean, come on, housewife meets, finds husband meets boyfriend. And, and it was just, it's yeah. true. Our husbands farm all the time. They're gone. And I was holding the bottle, meaning this is, 
my boyfriend <laughs> when my husband's working 20 hours a day. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, it was during Clayton yes, season. During so, season. um, we just, they were not home. So <laughs> they aren't home for Here's who I'm hanging end. out with. <laughs> boyfriend. Sounds fun. Well, I think you have some uh, thirsty Texas wine lovers out there waiting for you. So yeah. thank you, Katie Jane. Thank, thank you, so Tracy, much. for thank talking you. with us. Thanks for Jeff for featuring us. And we, um, we want to compliment you on the growth of Texas Wine Lover and how you've been able to foster a community of people who are so enthusiastic and positive about the industry. So everybody owes you a big thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Sure. Take uh, care. So that'll do it for this episode. So until next time, cheers. Thanks for listening to the Texas Wine Lover podcast. If you would like to read the show notes and see the photos included in a larger size, check out the blog post at texaswinelover.com. Be sure to check out our archive section on the website for previous podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TXWineLover. Plus, we are also on Twitter. Please subscribe to the podcast either on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Join us next time for another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. Thank you.